0: Hey, this is Liz, and you're listening to the South CAC Syndicate Podcast.
1: Boom. Episode number... 13. Lucky 13. That's right. Great. Good to do. Weather can't make up its mind today. It feels good to me. 48 degrees when I woke up, got a long sleeve shirt on, ready to get back in a T-shirt and flip flops by the afternoon, and then evening goes right back down.
2: We'll have like a month of that, and then
1: it'll snow. A lot of feedback on last week's guest, Alex Butterball with Kiwi Brewing. And so we kind of decided to stay on that same kind of line. Yeah, people are going to think there's a theme here. Mm -hmm. We had bourbon, kutu, beer. Yeah. And now we've got uh, Paul Kane from Magnetic South Brewing. Welcome to South CAC Syndicate Podcast, Paul. Thank you, Kyle.
0: Thank you, Jared. Thank you all for having me. Really excited to. To be a part of this lucky Why thirteen, is that funny? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> He's just like, thank you. Well, <laughs> you know, I'm not used to this doing this. Stuff. I'm used to having a bigger audience when I'm talking to people oh, or talking.
2: Is that know. is that like a slam on our?
0: No, I mean, uh, uh, talking to your viewers. Oh, gotcha. And just used to them being physically present. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would
2: listen. We have ten solid listeners, so you have just tens <laughs>
0: of listeners. Yeah.
1: Our parents, tens of listeners. <laughs> yeah, I'm one.
0: I'm one. I love what y'all are doing. I think it's really cool to uh, good. to have you know local uh, podcast that that brings in
2: try to spread some good vibes. People, yeah. I'm,
0: you know, I'm sorry,
1: your show is probably get canceled after, after <laughs> this one. But, um. Kutu calls it South Cack Mojo.
2: Yeah, I think there's. I think it's a thing too. Yeah, I really do.
1: So it's going to be a little bit different, even though Paul is a uh, owner of a, another brewery. We're not going to talk beer science, we're going to talk more of economic impact, uh, locations, uh, business. Yeah,
2: I'd like uh, to know, like, the business, but, you know, we talked a little business last week, but, like, more on the business side behind it, right? Yeah. Challenges, the things you go through, you know, we can talk about distribution, and, and, you know, we kind of talked about that a little bit last week, but you guys are in the works of distributing, right? So, Potentially? Yeah, we
0: will eventually get there. Um, that's just a whole nother... Layer of complexity to add to the operation. We've done a little bit of local distribution, um, but we don't have any current standard uh, places where we're distributed. Right. We 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 did a collaboration with the Whale over in Greenville, and um, you know that brewed a beer with him called the Saki Tumi, which was a a Japanese rice lager. Okay. Was it a a rice wine Mm -hmm. style? You know, rice lager like a, a Sapporo or a Asahi. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um and so, you know, that's that's really the we've done a little bit of distribution. We will we're kind of building up to that. We've only been in business 1 year um as of September, so thank God we survived a year so far.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. And so um third guest to ever bring something to the podcast, which is starting to become sweet. A thing, so this is good. Um, so today we've got a couple beers we're going to try from Magnetic South Brewery. And this one is called Gas Station Sunglasses.
2: The, the first thing we noticed when these came in was the artwork. So yeah, super cool. If you're listening, you either need to go over the website, go to the brewery yeah, or go watch the YouTube channel.
1: I actually wrote a song and the first line is uh, Gas Station Sunglasses. Really? Yeah. A, a female artist, local artist cut it so you can actually listen to it. It's pretty cool. What's,
2: is that? What's the name of the song?
1: did i miss it terrible no but brandy colt ended up uh recording it so you can search her as an artist and listen to it sunny day hell that's the name of the song okay so uh it's a good little song so we're going to start with gas Station Sunglasses. while i'm pouring paul tell us a little bit about this beer of what it is so that beer is
0: a light lager as you see you're pouring it very um white in color um yeah, you can see through it. See through it. It's you know, it's not real yellow. It's more, um, I'd say almost a,
2: well, it's a light yellow. Yeah, looks like yeah. beer. Ooh, it's got a it's got a an aroma to it too mm-hmm. that I can't put my
1: is it citrus? Um, no.
2: It might just be the lager, the lager's yeah. smell, I guess I'm catching. And just so y'all
0: are aware, I didn't brew this. Oh, that's good. We have a fantastic um Brewer, who's one of my partners, Adam Willier, goes by Cousin. Um, he's the mastermind behind all the beer. So we
2: can we can just tell everybody our Cousin made this.
0: That's right.
1: Yeah. That's right. Cousin Adam, we appreciate your craft. Yeah, for sure. So that's good. That's light. It's So this is, uh, you said earlier before we got started, this is one of your best sellers. We're at your first location in Anderson. That's right. right.
0: Yeah, this is, yeah, because that was one of the things when we were talking about uh, the business and, and establishing a brewery there's some folks out there in the brewery world um that are trying to convince everybody to drink super hoppy IPAs and real yeah. thick stouts and and we we said well what, why don't we just give the people what they're the, what they want what they're already drinking you know but bud light
2: natural, uh, natural, natural light yeah, exactly you know, it's like the gateway drug so this is to how you this and, is but, how you get yeah. them started <laughs> this
0: is this yeah. is you can have a locally produced Made in America by Americans for Americans, American-owned business making beer that tastes like the other beer that's not owned by Americans. Yeah, um, like most of these big mega breweries, these you know multinational, multi-billion-dollar corporations. Um, but this is fresh. It was made locally. the The when we sell the beer, the money stays right here in the Upstate. Yep. Our employees are all here, um, and and we're bringing people into the downtown where we're located in on Main Street and Anderson, and so the city, you know, certainly appreciates that, and the businesses around us have, have we've basically created a parking problem on Main Street in Anderson. Yeah. Um, and Anderson, which is so, a good problem to have. It's okay, a good man. problem. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I, you know, I maybe I mentioned it last week too. One of the things that kind of aggravates me is when these little these up and coming breweries that actually do what you just mentioned are then purchased by the larger, you know, and we went through a big phase of that when, when Mm -hmm. craft beer started really getting popular because I think they were a little bit scared by the fact that, Hey, you know, this is not cool. It's taking away our business. I think they've kind of become accustomed to it now and they're in the craft world. So I think maybe they feel like they can compete there. But one of the things is like when I don't know who it was, was it wicked weed? Who, who was it that got Mm -hmm. sold? I was like, man, I like their beer, but I don't know if I can support.
1: Yeah, the commercialization of it. Yeah, you yeah, know, I like the, I
2: like the craft
1: side. You know, I like
2: yeah. the the small micro brews. I I don't buy Wicked
0: Weed anymore. I don't buy Goose Island. I don't buy anything that is owned by a large publicly held corporation. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not. I mean, I'm not saying they don't make good beer, but if I if I can go to the grocery store and pick up a four pack of beer. And I know the guy who brewed it versus it's made in a giant facility somewhere, you know, in the Midwest or the West. I don't yeah. know these people. Mm. They, you know, they're they're making tons of money. Well, support and local. Support right. local. Yeah. Even if it costs you, here.
2: even if it costs you a little bit more, Amen. exactly. Yeah. I agree. And with
0: that. it's usually going to be as good. Uh, it's almost always going to be fresher um
1: if it's if it's produced locally right sure so we went right into pouring beer but tell us a little bit about how you came to the name magnetic south i know early on when uh we were talking about this years ago you were looking for different locations in oconey anderson pickens and just trying to settle on the best location so what i want to kind of get into is how'd you come up with the name and then um we want to talk about clemson a little bit um the old astro where you were originally looking, mm-hmm. and then where you're going now on your second location. Yeah. I've and, got a little and, funny story, and too. And how you got to Anderson, so. I got,
2: I got a little story I think I want to tell. Right now? Yeah. I, well, it. it kind of leads into what we're about to go. So, okay. <clears throat> so, funny story. When you were first planning the Astro Project, um, I was down at the beer station, and Patrick in there, I, I'm one of those just ask questions all mm-hmm. the time. Patrick's like, yeah, I think Paul Cain's uh, going to open up a brewery. And I was like, really? So fast forward like a week or two weeks later, we're all in there mm-hmm. for some some kind of development thing that's going on. What was
1: uh, it? Uh, young young entrepreneur or young professional.
2: Yeah. And so we're standing there and unbeknownst to me- Was I in there? Yeah, it was okay. us three. We were standing okay. there talking and unbeknownst to me, you hadn't said anything to me and I didn't know you'd said something to him, but apparently you guys had talked. Oh, okay. And uh, so I was like, yeah, I man, I hear you opening a brewery. And you looked at me and you're like, where'd you hear that at? And for the life of me, I couldn't remember who told me.
1: I'm standing there going, I didn't say a word. Because I had to sign a non-disclosure agreement. Yeah. So Paul's like, hey, I got some stuff to tell you, but you need to sign this paperwork first. Yeah. And I'm like, really? So he's, he's, looking, like, oh, yeah.
2: he's looking at me like, did I tell him? I'm like, I didn't
1: tell anybody.
2: <laughs> and you're looking at him like,
1: dude, did you tell him? I was about to get like sued I didn't I say a word. <laughs> yeah.
2: So come find out. Uh you know, a good time later or whatever. Jared's like, "Man, I didn't tell you that, did I?" I was like, "No, that wouldn't." That wouldn't. So anyway, that's a funny story.
0: So Yeah, that is funny. Um, well, we're, we're not going to see you I appreciate now that, that we found that out. I
1: appreciate that. Um,
0: it, well, it wasn't him. So that's I know. I'm right. just kidding. I'm that's
1: just kidding. Right. So Magnetic so, South name and then Anderson location.
0: So originally, and there's a, there's a lot of as you can imagine when you're starting a brewery and you don't really know what you're doing. There's a lot of things that you that you do that end up being funny stories.
1: Well, that's any new any startup. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. And I, you know, in my other life as a lawyer, I've represented a ton of startup businesses and helped them get off the ground and enjoyed that and um, never assisted with a with a brewery or alcohol production business,
2: but... Um, yeah, I'm sure it has its own challenges, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It, it, absolutely. It's got a lot more layers than your typical business because we have the of course the all the problems that a normal startup has and then you have alcohol production on top of that and then you have al- alcohol retail on top of that mm. so you have multiple layers um of of complication but um I'm not complaining about it it's it certainly creates some barriers to entry i think yeah um but originally this is this is another funny story in i think it was September, August of 2017. This is how long ago we You've opened in, Green, in, in Anderson in September of 2021. Four solid years of working on this. And um, so originally, I wanted to open in downtown Seneca.
1: Yeah. Oh. And, yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. yeah. But you didn't because Alex had already announced, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: So, so, it the,
1: You have there, to go back, were, back to the people. drawing board
0: or yeah exactly yeah. so there were people that have because i also served on on county council they're uh, upset because i'm not open at a brewery in Oconee county <laughs> like i was gonna do that i was gonna but alex beat me to the punch and and i'm i, I think they're fantastic i mean i love yeah. alex and allison and everything they're doing there I, I mean i'm a customer and i they make great beer and yeah. great environment um but that you know when that didn't pan out it wouldn't look good either for a county councilman to open a business two doors down from another another guy just not that there's anything wrong with that but people would always talk you know just like they do about everything else. you
2: you couldn't win yeah yeah.
0: it was a lose-lose so we said all right what about clemson so we um actually formed uh, at that point it was i think january of 2018 um met who is now my partner and brewer, uh, Adam Willier, he was, um, brewing at Thomas Creek. He was a head brewer there. And so we were looking at locations and we're looking at the Astro,
2: which is a, which is a great place.
1: For those that don't know, the Astro used to be the movie theater, uh, in downtown right there on, I guess, was that Tiger Boulevard? College Avenue. College Avenue. Yep. And, uh, but it had, since not it's been abandoned for many many years. Yeah, what like so, right.
2: 15 years or something yeah. like that?
1: Now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and it's being
0: redeveloped now. In fact, um it's got the junkyard in there um with the the I believe with a um it's a gym. And then there's also going to be walk-ons yep. restaurant pub. Okay.
2: So they're doing something with it. Yeah they are yeah.
0: absolutely so uh but, but anyway we're gonna call it Clemson Brewery and I was I was looking at the name because Clemson is a unique name. Like you know, this is yeah. There's no other Clemson. Well, it turns out there's Clemson Brothers Brewing in upstate New York. Oh, right? really? And they so, come
2: from Clemson here?
0: No, it was I don't know that there's any relationship, but I think it was an old razor manufacturer mm-hmm. that this guy had um, had repurposed up there. And and so he just kept the name. He kept the name Clemson Brothers Brewing, and and so being. Being the, the lawyer, I call the the guy and I say, hey, you know, we're about to open a brewery or we're hoping to open a brewery in Clemson. Um, do you mind, You know, do you have any problem if we use the name Clemson Brewery? I mean, it's different than Clemson Brothers and he's got all like standoffish mm-hmm. with me and it was like, yeah, absolutely we do. So I ended up getting a cease and desist letter. Oh
1: no. From, even before from you even did anything.
0: Before we even did anything. So like right up, we hadn't even done anything and we're already getting lawyers, you know, sent us letters. So... Um, talked with our trademark lawyer and he's like it's not you know not worth
2: trying to pursue fight. it yeah
0: right out the gate so anyway um that all that leads up to the name so we knew we couldn't use clemson even though we we're planning on being in clemson and there's only one clemson city in the entire country right. right um except some guy up in upstate new york is saying we can't use the name so um you, you know, when you're trying to name a brand, you know, with all the branding, you just go sure. through hundreds, if not thousands of different names. Burn. We'll just be mm-hmm. texting back and forth. And so by this point, um, January, uh, Adam, a.k.a. Cousin, came on board. Yeah. And then I think it was May of 2018, my other partner, Tanner Coombs, came on board. And so we were just going back and forth. And um, Tanner, I think, was actually the one that came up with the name Magnetic South because... And and at first we're like, eh, that's kind of, eh. Yeah. But as the more and more we thought about it and and thought about the South, the Southeastern United States specifically, um, of course there's a play on words there, magnetic North, magnetic
1: Magnetic South. South,
0: Magnetic South is true South, just like magnetic North is true North. And, um, but we, we really believe, and I think it's evident from the growth we're seeing in the South uh, that the South's magnetic. If you're from here, you don't want to leave. That's right. And if you do leave like you did, you, you come, come back. right back. Yep. And then um, everybody else is trying to get here as quick as they can. So yeah. either they come here for college and then they say, oh, I definitely want to stay here. I want to come back uh, for a career or when I retire. And so we see a lot of that yeah. um, around. So, and, and it's due to the, the Southern hospitality, the mild climate. Um, I mean, you're just talking about, you know, yeah. it's cool. Yeah. You can enjoy like three seasons in one day. Yeah. Welcome
1: to South Carolina. Yeah. That's right.
0: So um, all the outdoor recreation opportunities. It's just a, it's a great place to live.
1: It was the best kept secret. Yeah. When COVID hit, it's like, yeah. Choo, everybody started coming here.
2: I remember when I moved out here 25 years ago. I was like, I was in school. All my friends were like, we're leaving. As soon as we get out of school, we're leaving. I'm like, why? This is awesome. Where, you know, where yeah. are you going to go? Well, you did come from California. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, it, I mean, and it wasn't like, California's different now than it was when I was there, but sure, maybe not much, but it's at least a little bit different, sure. But yeah, I mean, it, it's just a great, I mean, it's green. It's not, you know, you go out west, it's all brown, no trees, yeah. no it's, water.
1: Did 15 years in the Midwest. I'm, I say that like I was in prison. No, I didn't do, I spent <laughs> yeah. 15 years in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah. Well, your Midwest, though, at least it was green. Uh, well it was corn and beans yeah and big whitetail but anyway so how'd you come up to Anderson so Clemson deal fell through the Astro so, wasn't going to work so
0: speaking of COVID this was in I want to say this was in May of 2019 we'd been working on the Astro project going to city council meetings meeting with city council and, and the engineers and stuff for wastewater and going through this whole process and then COVID hit in March of 2020, the the university shut down, and no matter what people say, thank you um, for those of you at home that aren't aren't seeing this. We just got I a think, little refill. Yeah, we, emptied, we got a little refill. the
1: uh, gas station sunglasses.
0: Yeah. So COVID hits, and Clemson, when the university's not in in session, it's getting more and more, um, I guess, of its own. The city's getting more of its own identity but it really is i mean majority the majority of the population was is yeah. Clemson. yeah. and so when that shut down and those kids went home and those professors went somewhere else or everybody's locked in their mm-hmm. house we didn't know how deadly covid was how long it was going to last but we saw these businesses that had been in Clemson for decades, decades, and decades going out yeah. of business yeah. and we said well maybe we don't want that much exposure um, to season yeah, the seasonality is one thing just you know, in just the summer, for, yeah. it, it's tough. You know, f- from talking with folks who have businesses in Clemson that rely on you mm-hmm. know food and beverage, but it, you add on top of that COVID, and that really can wipe out the your your whole market. Yeah. So
2: you know, we talked about the fact that breweries are a destination too, anyway. So like, you know, you're going to have a lot of those college students that are still going to go to Anderson mm-hmm. to to come visit your establishment. You know, just as the destination.
0: That's right. And so we always wanted to get back to Clemson, but we knew that that didn't make sense to open as our first location. Right. Um, and so in talking with um, all the realtor we were working with um, down in Anderson with McCoy Wright, um, we, we, he said, y'all got to check out this building. It's an old grocery store, which are good um, in general, for for breweries because they already have usually high ceilings, mm-hmm. um, good clear span. Um so there's not a lot of columns inside and then a good strong floor, usually have a loading dock, usually have some plumbing already in Interesting. there. Interesting. Yeah, so that's a good sort of skeleton to to have a brewery. And and so we saw it and it would it, it was a car parts store most recently. Did right. not look like a brewery. But uh over the course of about I guess about a year um, we worked with um, a general contractor uh, Chad Moore and his team and they turned that um, that old car parts place into a brewery and it's an incredible asset now I mean it's it's a great happening spot in downtown Anderson And, and what I'll tell you what really sealed the deal for us in, at that location. And if you go down there, you look at pictures online, you can see the city had the vision to say, hey, we're, there's this, There's a. there were two buildings. Our building's on on the left, if you're facing from Main Street, and then there's another building on the right. And the city said, we're going to install a public green area there. Sweet. Uh, that's going to have, you know, shared use. The public can come in. and And so when they told us that, we said this. This is going to be awesome. Now it took a long time. Did they to say that there. if
1: you do this, we're going to do that, or we're going to do this to entice you to do that?
0: I'm not sure. I think they had already said that they were going to do that. Right. Um, but when we found out about it, that was the hook. That's it. I love working
1: yeah. with municipalities that have vision. Yeah, like it's so important, especially if you're going to invest and spend money. Like you want to see the council have the same vision as you do. Yeah. So, I mean, that really works in a lot of spaces and really doesn't in a lot of spaces. I drove by your location a while back. Still have not stopped by. But uh, my tailor, Craig Cahaley, has a shop right down the street. And so I was leaving his shop. Who's? I think we're going to have him on the podcast soon. Sweet. um, I was coming out of there, and I'm like, oh. And you're right on the main drag. Mm -hmm. People think the main drag of Anderson is the mall. No. Main Drag, Anderson is past the mall. You keep going, like I call it the historic district. I guess that's what it is. It is beautiful.
2: It is. Mm -hmm. It's really nice, and it's actually, well, I can't say that it's been growing because I don't really know. But you know, you go down there, and it's it's pretty established now. I think is it
1: the Blakely that is there. Blakely, when they came in, it was like that's the anchor, and then everybody just kind of started coming around. But I I love that part. I just hate that it's so far from Mountain Rest. That's yeah. a long drive to go to a brewery. and then, yeah. I mean, that's the Especially problem.
2: Especially for somebody when you come off the mountain.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what beer am I pulling next for our next sample? I would say the Oktoberfest. Since it is... October. You
0: know, it's Oktoberfest season
1: here in Walhalla. And then we are German Germantown. We the, Do we need to rinse these out? It would be all right. I think because this is so light, it'll be okay. <clears throat> got it. God, you, you like them a little heavier, don't you? Me? Yeah. Yeah, but I, and
2: I don't want to get...
1: I want yeah. to get filled. The up. artwork here is super cool. So here's something that I didn't know. Um, you can peel these labels off, mm-hmm. and they're stickers. Yeah, it's a free sticker. That's so awesome. So tell us a little bit about the Oktoberfest <laughs> beer.
0: It's a mar. It's a German Marzen beer, and I'm not a beer expert. Uh, that's. I mean, I love beer. That's why I wanted to get into.
2: It's a tea. nice, nice gold color to it, or
1: yeah. gold, golden brown. Yeah. yeah. Um So a lot of people don't know this about you, but you also grow hops I did grow hops Did I, so that's
0: sort of been a orphanage for hops an orphan project almost. Um, sure. Russ Price and I many years ago yeah. got were, we're talking about let's grow some hops, and so we just didn't really do a lot of research on the on the, well, School. nobody did any research on the, nobody's done any research on, right. on how, how you can grow hops in the Southeast until relatively recently. Oh, really? NC State is doing research. I think App State's doing research. It. And um, so, and then there's some schools, I think in the upper or the mid-Atlantic that are doing research. But the hops that are, that are grown in the Northwest or in New Zealand, the, the I guess, Latitude, you're, they're you're over my head, longitude man. the distance is close to the pole yeah
2: so to has magnetic to be north It has gotcha. to be high a certain height above the, the equator a, type a of certain
0: deal. length of of day a long day gotcha photo stage is what they call it and so those hops are all bred to grow with like a 16 hour day 16 uh, hours of sunlight well yeah. we don't get that here even in the summer we get like 13 yeah um or fourteen.
2: We're lucky to get eight in the winter.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, the hop growing season is always in the summer. Um, you pl- they start coming out in like um, March, and then they grow up the uh, grow up the um, the little core twine string, and and you know then you harvest them in usually July. Um, but we, our yields, we planted the the hops and we put in the the poles.
1: You're doing an acre. A, a garden. This was
0: like maybe half an acre, yeah um, and they we, I think we our yield was was a bushel <laughs> it was it was abysmal. I mean, I think I took them down, we, we dried them out, you got to get them down to eight to 10 percent moisture content, and they're flowers. And yeah. that's what a hop if you feel a dry hop cone, it is very light.
1: yeah,
0: and when you need five pounds of hops it's a, that's it's a, a lot. lot of flowers yeah um so it, and when you're only yielding maybe a pound wet per plant in the northwest are yielding like five to seven pounds so it was a terrible uh
1: <laughs> experiment terrible experiment
0: but the good news is uh david um thornton and the guys at carolina barnhouse have kind oh, of taken yeah. over that that hop yard there, and they've cool. replanted because you know some got out of the hops one year. The, the hop vines, or yeah, and and they it, anyway, it, they they've had to invest substantial money in there, but they make an Oconee Pale Ale with the hops from that.
1: Yeah, farm. I've had it. That's and, cool. And it's good uh, they've got uh, Carolina also has a jalapeno.
2: Mm-hmm. Ooh, that would, that'd, be,
1: yeah. that'd be all me right there. I don't care for it because I'm not a jalapeno fan. If it was Wahala habanero, I'm all in. I love that. But um, that's interesting. But it's good to know that you know it from earth to business, right? So right. you kind of know the process of what your uh, cousin, Cousin Adam's doing with it all. That's right. I yeah.
0: you know, I brewed a lot, or a few times, I should say. After about the fifth or sixth time, I said, wait, I'm, I'm spending six hours brewing two hours waiting for it ferment, or two two weeks waiting for it to ferment, two hours bottling, and I've just paid $2 per beer for beer that I made myself. This doesn't make a whole lot of sense yeah. unless you're just in it for the artist, you know, aspects. Mm-hmm. I said, we got to scale this thing up. Yeah. So, you know, went from brewing five-gallon batches. Now we brew 310-gallon batches. Um, oh, wow. And that's, you know, it's a 10-barrel brew house. And so... At, you know, Alex was talking about they got a five barrel system there at Kiwi. We, right. we have a, a ten barrel um, at at Anderson. That's what we'll have the same system at uh, Greenville.
1: So um, is, I forgot about Greenville. So you're currently up and running in on the strip in Anderson. You're under construction in uh clemson right over the bridge is that we're correct? we're further
0: along in greenville but we are under in a construction clemson
1: so. okay and that's uh in clemson you're going to be uh right if you're coming from oconee across the bridge it's gonna be right before you get to the subway that's right there on the right the new development's coming in magnetic oh we're right all those dockside. Uh, the magnetic south has a yeah, banner dockside, yeah. that's right banner on the fence so
2: is it, so are you guys going to be in the bottom of that
0: yeah so we'll be about 3500 square feet Facing the lake, so when you come across the bridge, you'll actually be able to see
2: that'll be awesome. It's an awesome place, yeah.
0: They've got space for 14 boats to dock at, yeah, It's gonna be pretty cool. That's yeah, gonna, it's an, you an awesome watch place to sunset you got, over the water. You're yeah. gonna
2: have boat traffic, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna have all those people in that end of town that mm-hmm. don't want to go all the way on the right, other side, right, side right, of town, which is the only other. And,
0: and We think we'll pull people from the Oconee side as well, you know. That of course, you know, it's not a far drive, and there's a stoplight there, which some people don't like, but it's it was for me that was a necessity. For us to be located on 123. Yeah. Turning left in Clemson. Yeah, Turning yeah, left yeah. on 123 it's a, just about anywhere. is a nightmare. Yeah. Unless you got a stoplight. Yeah. That's you're, right.
1: And for $500 a month rent, like, I mean, you can't beat that for that location, right? <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, definitely and then, not that. So you're further along in Greenville. Tell us where the Greenville location is.
0: So Greenville is going to be, we're hoping to open at Judson Mill. Well, we're definitely opening at Judson Mill. I'm thinking of the timeline. We're hoping... By February to be open. Um, we'll see. You know, there's you know, in starting a business, it's there's yeah. all sorts of variables that can. We got to have the licensing for retail. We got to have the licensing for, um, for production, all lined up, and of course, get a CO. And so uh, that's what in town. Hoping. What end
2: of town is that Judson Mill? On?
0: So if you're going into Greenville from Easley on yeah. 123, before you get to St. Francis Hospital on the right, it's about three quarters of a mile before that on the right. Um, there's a big new old Millican
1: mill. Is it a new location? Well,
0: it's a... No, well, it was a Millican mill. It was almost a million square Oh, foot. is that yeah, the one yeah, that yeah,
2: has yeah, that yeah, big yeah. mural outside? Yes. It's like cars and, or something? No,
1: yes, it, no, no that's no, the co-work yep. or something like that. Are you on the right of that?
2: Where, I, where
0: before you get there, um, it's... Um, I can't think of the name of this.
1: It's on 123, though.
0: It's on 123.
1: Yeah, I know it's what you're talking on, about.
0: So there's... Um, Block Haven indoor climbing yeah, yeah, wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's cowboy. That'd be a
1: great location.
0: Yeah, there's and there's a lot of cool things that are coming in there that that will be um, complementary to to yeah. us and will be complimentary to them. kind of like
2: that. Birds fly south. Exactly. Theme where yep. they got axe throwing.
0: Except this has in addition to that apartments. I don't know if birds fly. They don't. Out it's out, out in the middle yeah.
2: of nowhere. It seems like to me. Yeah. Um. So it's
0: yeah. We're excited about that. Um. And that should open. First quarter next year, I guess.
1: I can congratulations say. Like, on that. Those Thank are you. both killer locations. We talk a lot about uh, on, Kyle and I sidebar a lot, and we've mentioned it on the podcast before. When you're an entrepreneur or you're starting a new business, you know everybody has a different opinion. You got to grow fast and you got to go big. Some people like I want to take it slow and make this really grassroots. Some people would say you're growing too fast. You just opened a year ago in Anderson. That's right. You're under construction in Clemson. You're under construction in Greenville. What people don't realize, you've been working on this for four years before right opening day. Do you and your collective group feel like everything is this, this is good, this is the right speed, or is, does some of you, you know, do you have a little battlefield going on at your board meetings, saying this maybe we're growing too fast because it's not cheap? Yeah, right, well, right. So it's kind of a it, seize
2: the moment type of deal, too, though, right?
0: That's that's exactly right, Kyle. We said, and and this has been my outlook on it the the brewing industry in upstate south carolina is un, not saturated and so but it's just a matter of time before i mean we, we see all the influx of folks coming to the southeast mm-hmm. and some of them have expertise where they and maybe a lot of capital and they could just plop down breweries left and right so we are trying to be first to market in in the markets that we're choosing and we're trying to find
2: markets where there's there's no brewery, yeah. obviously. When you're grabbing that you're grabbing that killer real estate. That's right. Clemson well,
1: makes sense. Anderson makes sense, but why yeah. Greenville? And Greenville's got a handful. Yeah, but
2: Greenville, the West End's growing that
1: way too. Oh for sure. I mean yeah. you know
2: I see all the apartment buildings going up and stuff. I mean it's gonna be so you're kinda like perfect there too because
1: mm-hmm. you're before you, downtown core downtown. You're that's still, right. you're you, still pretty much downtown. We
0: but, don't have to worry about parking. Um, mm-hmm. We don't have super expensive rent like you would have downtown, mm-hmm. um, and so, which is what you need when you're a manufacturer. Basically, you can't afford thirty bucks a foot. I mean, just not. Yeah, you can't because you got so much space you're using for production. Doesn't make sense to. Yeah, it's to super spend, expensive to. You know, Class A office space rates for brewing equipment. Yeah. So, um, are we growing too fast? Some most would probably say yes. Um, to be honest. Um, sure. But if we don't grow this fast, we lose the opportunities. Yeah, and, yeah. and at the same time, I mean, I was talking to another guy, a guy the other day, you can play your cards that that you're dealt as best you can. And even the macro economy, the larger economy can still take you down. So, you know, those are things that, that are in the back of my mind as, as we see interest rates going up and things like that, labor, you know, labor shortages and, and the things that, People like to talk about um, the, you know that that's always out there. And but that's the that's the the I guess the 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 Giannis coin or Giannis mm-hmm. coin of being an entrepreneur. You yeah. have to in order to make money, you got to take risk. Yeah, so, it is risk. And you know if if we're doing it, we're probably keeping out competition. And if they're doing it, they're keeping us out. So yeah. you got to seize the moment when the time, you know, if we, if we would, if we would wait five years, those, those locations would already have breweries. Yeah. In. I can promise you yeah, that yeah. because I know because the landlord or a took tap orders, room
2: or, or what I, yeah. I always
1: say competition breeds revenue because it does, but there's a difference between there's a line between competition and oversaturation market. Yeah. Right. And so I, I see your point of why you're, why you're hitting these markets first. Well,
2: like the, that spot in Clemson too, it's like just now getting completed. Yeah, you know, and so like, there's going to be a big, there's going to be a bunch of students going in that place. Or I don't know if it's a student, is it a student, or is that for like people to buy and use on game day type of? Uh, no,
0: it's it's all leased space, and I think they're ninety, almost a hundred percent leased out. And I haven't talked to the developer about that recently, but they were at like ninety six percent a couple weeks ago. Um, and it's um, student housing, you know, grad students and undergrad. Um, it's very nice, probably the nicest um, apartment. Complex in in the area in that area, yeah. um, so we we try to plan you know because we're signing leases five or ten years out mm-hmm. with options to renew five to ten to twenty years beyond that so we're trying to think
2: long term long term yeah.
0: like so yes we got to get over that initial hump that's the hard part we've we've done that in Anderson so far we've you know we're 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 holding our own and and thank God for that because everything was way more behind schedule, way more over budget than we expected. Always is. Always, Always. is. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I don't regret anything yet. Um, I would, you know, if- You can if never, have re,
2: never have regrets though, because if you try, the way I look at it is if, if you try, then there's no regret because at least you tried. Exactly. It's when you don't do it that you're like, what if? What if we did this win in then, or what if we'd have done this? Mm-hmm.
1: That's the regret you don't That's want. right. That's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It's better to try and fail
0: than not try at all. That's, That's right.
1: right. Well, if you're not yeah. failing, then you're not learning. It's all a challenge. So, period. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, there's like, why are you so successful? You know, tell me what you did to in the real estate game. And I was like, it's easier for me to teach you what mistakes I made. Than for you to learn from them than it is for you to learn from my successes yeah like let me save you some hurdles here Mm -hmm. but uh we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with paul kane and magnetic south brewery
0: are you looking for the perfect vacation spot for your next adventure whether it's hiking beautiful waterfalls mountain biking stump house park wake surfing on lake kiwi or jamming at your favorite concert Megan Ketterman with Oconee Hospitality has beautiful homes available for short-term rental in Oconee County, South Carolina. Contact Megan
1: today to book your next vacation stay at www.oconeehospitality.com. Are you looking to make Lake Huey your
0: destination? Work with local licensed expert Ria Land-Smith, your certified resort and second home specialist at Lake Huey Real Estate. Servicing buyers and sellers since 2013, Rhea is your local expert helping you navigate the real estate waters of Kiori. Let Ria make your life a vacation. Call 864-710-9547. And remember, land is her middle name.
1: And we're back. So back with Paul Kane, uh, attorney, current county councilman for a couple more months. And then you've served your, how many years did you serve
0: Little over eight and a half,
1: and then yeah. so now it's time to raise kids mm-hmm. and uh, stay at home a little more. That's right. We appreciate yep. your service thus far for sure. Much appreciated. You're welcome. Um, it's attorney, been an honor County It's not Councilman, always been fun,
0: but it's been an honor.
1: Entrepreneur, you know, business owner, brewery owner. Anything else about you? Favorite hobby? Do you have one? Cigars, cigars. I mean, no, I.
0: Not a hobby. My my wife doesn't like me to smoke cigars, so that can't be a hobby. Understood. Um,
2: watches. What else are we talk about? I have a
0: watch. Yeah.
2: Maybe like fancy watches though. Or? Nah, just ones that tell time. There you go. I hey, that. I mean this That's is the best this
0: kind. Is a, I got it on eBay. It was it was cheap, but it, it's a good deal.
1: <laughs> hey, <laughs> I heard that. Um, so
0: tell me, I like to play golf. I like to hike. I love to hike. I love to garden. Um, okay. And I'm actually going to be experimenting. I've I've got a um a hydroponic system that I'm gonna be growing um, some lettuces and greens this this winter.
2: And hops under UV light. Sure.
0: <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, uh, moving on. No, I, I really think that, you know, one of my passions is agriculture. I'm not a, a a real farmer, obviously. Sure. Obviously, you know, didn't really pan out with the hops thing, but I've always enjoyed having vegetable gardens and I believe that the future of farming at least produce there's a there's a really cool documentary and there's a, it's a business called 80 acres farm hmm. and they grow using high-tech um, practices the equivalent of 80 acres worth of food on a one acre site yeah that's a very high-tech expensive wow. so are you a- it's food it's not what you're thinking yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah, yeah. truly um, I mean high nutrition produce which you know as we look at food prices and we're had a guy yesterday at a county council meeting from the america's farmland trust billy van pelt talking about you know losing farmland well this if we've got em- empty buildings we can grow produce inside and maybe shorten the supply chain and the logistics and the middleman yeah. to get fresh locally grown nutritious food to people at an affordable price
2: well, i think you know i think everything's making a full circle in my personal opinion, like there was a time where everybody wanted it mass produced, easy, efficient, whatever. Mm-hmm. And now you're seeing it kind of shift back to where people are like, no, I think I want to grow it locally. I can control it. You know, the, the, you even see fast food, the popular fast foods are the more healthy, you know, potentially sure. healthier versions of mm-hmm. fast food. Um, Cause we did kind of the same thing, started growing at our house and, you know, we've kind of experimented with everything just to kind of, it's almost like I want to know how to do it. That's just in case yeah. I ever have to. Right. I mean, right. we do. We, we, you know, we consume it all and everything, but we we probably pick varieties of stuff that we wouldn't normally just to
1: mm. see what it's all about. Yeah. And and cool. everybody got into canning during COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. wow. I mean, canning became really popular. became a, a jar shortage. Right. So that's what
2: I'm saying. Yeah. Don't you think it's kind of coming full circle, at least for people that have, that live in an area like us where, mm-hmm. you know, you have enough space to garden. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just like, I'll just, I don't want to be self sufficient. I don't have to worry about,
1: you know, grocery yeah. stores or what I'm going to get food. Or. Yeah. We can if, if, if it comes to it or we decide to. We have an, another option besides um, some of, have to go to the, go, going to the grocery store. What was, yeah. what was the warm up you told me to do before the show?
0: Uh, I think the, the White Well um, whispers wisely
1: the white well whispers white thing. yeah I, I wouldn't be able to do it yeah I just fumbled all of my words there together so I always ask our guests you know especially on the entrepreneur side um, some of your hurdles uh, you, not your minor hurdles everybody's gonna have minor hurdles what were some of your game changing oh my gosh moments this is gonna fail or we need to pull the plug was there ever any doubt or did you figure out this is a hurdle here's how we get over it like, what were some of those
0: yeah uh, <clears throat> there's the doubt is always, I think in the back of your mind in, in anything that you're doing, that's difficult. Um, but you have to have the mindset of failure is not an option. We are going to do this. We're going to succeed because the moment you start thinking that way, you get defensive, you start, you know, it's like, um, you know, in a football game, when when a, a team falls behind, and they lose the momentum, and they just start getting pushed around. You got to mm-hmm. even if you even mm-hmm. if you're losing, that's when you really gotta push hard. got to. That's a great call. Push hard. That's a great call. So um, yeah,
2: or the other side of that is if if the team that's winning and all they're worried about is not losing, mm-hmm. they start, start playing real conservative. They start playing real conservative, play defense, and then what happens is they run out of time and it's over. Yep. They they lose right at the last second. That's right, and so you can. Mm-hmm. You know that kind of goes back into what you're talking about you were talking about earlier, where you know people think maybe that you're growing too fast, but it's no, we're playing offense. right. We're not playing defense, right That's now. right.
0: We're, yeah. we're in market penetration mode, and we've got we, I will say this, we have a fantastic team, um, which is it took a that was you're always going to have um, anytime you have partnership, you're going to have disagreements. But we try to stay focused on the long-term vision, and and that's a key, I think, in in any disputes or disagreements. Is all right. Let's go back to what what brought us here. Yeah, what's, what's our north, north star? star? Yeah,
1: yeah, I agree. What's, with what's our y.
0: magnetic south?
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, that's perfect. Ah. Yeah. Then we where have is to start true using using that? south? Yeah. yeah. And so,
0: where are we trying to get to? What are we trying to develop? What's our brand? How do we get there? And so you always got to begin with the end in mind and work your way back. And so I think we have a very strategic team that, yes, a lot of other people, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to sound like we, we're any better than anybody else, but we've sure. been very strategic with what we do and very diligent and try to make sure we're managing risk and – you know, and, and when something comes up, and it always will, let's, let's not think emotionally. Let's be rational about this. Right. We can get through it. There's a way through it. Let's, call, let's figure out our resources, break the problem down, and then, you know, pick up the phone. And if you don't know the answer, you know, just having that, that network of people to say, you know, this is the issue we're dealing with. What do you think? And a lot, I mean, I would say 50% of the time when we had a problem, we would there would be somebody we knew we could call or somebody we could call who knew somebody else we it. could call. Yeah. And and I think, you know, going back to Greg's uh Greg Kutu's comments or, or or his you know what he was talking about on the show, it it is who you know, but having good people that you've surrounded yourself with. Cause when the problems come, that's when you find out who your friends are. That's and that's right. Because You know, everybody's your friend. Oh, you're, oh man, you're opening a brewery. That's so cool. You know, buddy, buddy, trying to get free beer or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then uh, we don't have, we don't have a, our water line's not big enough or Mm -hmm. um, we're going to be delayed two weeks or the the green space area is not going to open for four months. It's going to be four months after schedule or whatever. All right, let's problem solve. What are what are things we can do? Um, and, yeah. and those aren't great examples of somebody you can call. Sure. Some of those are just, yeah. you just yeah, fig- but like figure if it you, out.
2: Well, if you had an engineering issue, you could call somebody you know that's mm-hmm. in that that's world. right? right? Yep. Or,
1: so you've got, a, you've got a team, you've got some partners. Without giving uh, sensitive data, right? Don't, I don't need to know who your partners are. How many partners is, is part of Magnetic South? So we started with three, and we just brought in a fourth. Okay. So, did you bring in a fourth for an equity line? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. You just need capital investment. At yeah. That I mean, time. We,
0: yeah, we're, we're, we're growing quickly, mm-hmm. and so you, we needed more capital to to is, continue growing at the same pace.
1: So, is that an is there an exit plan for the last guy in, last money in, first money out, and, and he's over? Or is this life, or is this a long term? Partnership. This is a long term partnership. Okay. Um, So, y'all, the four of you guys are going to be going at it until exit, until death do us part.
2: Well, you know, we've talked about before like a good partnership, you know, four equals eight or four equals 50. Like the power of you know synergy i guess is what they call it Mm -hmm. you know when when two people can be more than just two people they can and your
1: rolodex everybody's got a different you know i guess so you got to choose your partners wisely right we get asked that a lot do you partner with anybody i've got one guy says i ain't partnering with nobody yeah But i can't stand a partner i'm doing all this on my own if there's ever a dispute i I don't want to lose friendship blah 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 i got Mm -hmm. another guy i'm one of them i know my weaknesses i want to partner with somebody that covers those yeah Right, I don't need somebody like-minded, all just like me. I need somebody that thinks differently than me and acts differently than me. Right. So choosing partners is a not a minor deal. It is a very major. It is a marriage. Yeah. it is.
0: It's a marriage that revolves just around money. Yeah.
1: Just, there's no. I mean, sure, you're, I'm
0: friends with my partners, but at the end of the day, we're trying to be profitable. And so in a marriage, you have hopefully. You have other a, a physical attraction yeah, yeah. And, and personalities and all that. But, but this is just about money. Yeah, I mean, it's not just right. about money. But, you know, we are. No, it, it is, though. It, it is. is. I mean, it's, it's about money going a, out or money coming in. making yeah, right. a quality
1: product, filling a void, and being profitable yeah. to do it again. Right. Yeah. And now you're going to be in your third location within 24 months. And you're just crushing it. So and I tell people all the time, it really depends on your personality, whether it, it's only right for you. I can't tell you whether you need to partner or not. Yeah, you know that has to be that person's decision, but it's very important. So if you're thinking about partnering, like don't take that lightly.
0: Oh, I agree a hundred percent. And I've as a, from a legal standpoint, that is,
2: yeah, you see it all the time. Very,
0: it, it is very fragile. Partnerships are generally extremely fragile, and communication, of course, is key. Got to have communication. You got to make sure everybody's on the on the same page, and you got to have written documentation. And that's not. For a legal stand, I mean, it's important from a legal standpoint, but it's also important from the outset to establish expectations. There oh, and you can always go yeah. back to that and say, hey, here's what we talked about. Remember. That's
1: right. Contracts keep, keep business, business, and friendships, friendships. Yeah. That's right. Like, don't get offended if I'm, I, you made me sign an NDA on something you were looking at a while back. Mm-hmm. And it's like, not that I don't trust you, but I don't trust anybody. <laughs> you know, Sign yeah. yeah. this piece of paper. But contracts keep business, business, and friendships, yeah. friendships. And I've seen it go. Everybody in this room has seen partnerships go sideways,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it's just not a place you want to be. It is—it is, it is like a, we call it a marriage, but it's like a divorce when it goes bad. Yeah, because you want half of that company, you want half the equity, you want half the real estate, and it—it's yeah. just a bad play. So choose your partners really carefully.
2: So, so long. So this, as far as you are in this process, any major regrets or doesn't necessarily have to be a regret, but maybe something you would have done different if you were starting now. It, you know, that would be that would be a good point for somebody good to take question. with them, yeah. I mean, it's
0: hard to... Look back. You, It's hard to unwind everything because it's all... If if I go back a year, then I wouldn't have met this person. Yeah. If I go back two years, I wouldn't have met these gotcha. 20 people. Gotcha. And so, like, it's like that...
2: That's a, it's a great way to look at it, though, because... You know, me and Jared talk a lot about don't look in the rear view mirror. Just look forward. It doesn't matter what happened because you can't change it. Right. And so that's kind of what you're talking about. You just look at the, the good things that came out of the fact that you had a bad thing.
0: I think you have to learn. You gotta, you're going to learn lessons along the way. But, you know, I think we're talking about before the show or maybe during the show. Um, the, well, the best teacher always is experience. Yeah. But and you're never going to learn better than when you go through it. But um at the same time if you look backwards and have regrets or, or look, or constantly look in the rearview mirror, yeah, that gets into your mindset and your psyche. And then you start second guessing going forward. And you're, you're gonna just gonna tear up if your you're mind. If you're looking at
1: the rearview mirror, you're not That's gonna right. drive in a straight line,
0: exactly. You're gonna run into a tree. That's why yeah. the
1: windshield is so much bigger, yeah, than the rearview mirror. That's right. Like, you can't just spend all your time looking at it. You gotta backwards. focus, yeah. You have yeah, to. It takes yeah. a lot of discipline to be an entrepreneur.
0: Right. It does. And those those sayings are, are some would say cheesy, but they when you're living it, it's, it's real. real. Like yeah. you, you have got to be in a good place mentally mm-hmm. when you're tired and you're like, where are we going to come up with this money? or or we don't have enough uh, of this or we don't have enough time or, or any of that. You've just got to put your head down and say, Well, we did it twenty times before this. Let's, Let's figure do one it more out. time. Yep. You know? And so What's you just the have worst
1: to- thing that can happen. That's right. Exactly. And you can recover pretty much from the worst thing that can happen, whatever that is. That's right. That's so right. So I, I am not risk Now, I wouldn't adverse.
0: borrow money from the mob. I don't think you can recover from that. But <laughs> you, can, of that. you can,
1: um, <laughs> and let me tell you how. <laughs> you repay it back yeah. at 42% yeah. interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Prime
2: will be there before you know it. Exactly or run, or run right. their laundromat for
1: them. That's right. Find some way to come to an agreement there. But uh, listen, we appreciate your time today. We're finishing this uh, episode up with another Magnetic South can, and this is—I uh, can tell you—an IPA. Did you yes. did you drink some more of that? I finished my glass. So, what's the name of this one?
0: I think the sticker fell off of that. I believe that's Cs Get Degrees. It's a, a New England style IPA.
1: Yeah, um, it it's is not very, a hazy, but it is, it is very hoppy. It is very hoppy. Yeah. Kyle will really like that one. Yeah, I like it. and he'll finish that off. So listen, we appreciate the time, Mr. Paul hey, Kane. And uh if you're listening, what is the address to the Anderson location that's open now?
0: It is 516 North Main Street in Anderson. And you can check us out at magneticsouthbeer.com. We're on Instagram and Facebook, but uh and Magnetic of course Google. Magneticsouthbeer.com. Yeah. The Instagram and Oh, uh, at Magnetic South Beer. Okay.
1: We found Magnetic South Paul. Do you know who that would be? Mm, No idea. (laughs) That's me. I don't
0: get on there much because. Sure.
1: Understood. You're an elected official. Yeah. Yeah. But in about three more months, you'll be posting a good bet. That's right. I'll be
0: a free agent again. That's right.
1: Free agent. Cool. This was awesome. Thanks for Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for the beer. You're welcome.